You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello. These are the top news for the day. Tamil Nadu Chief Minister MK Stalin on Thursday accused BJP members from North Indian states of spreading fake news about the alleged assault on Bihari migrant workers. He claimed a politically motivated plot against his government and pointed out the rumors, viral on social media and shared by some media publications, emerged a day after he called on the opposition to unite against the ruling Bharatiya Janata Party before the 2024 election. He was referring to comments made last week during his birthday celebration, at which there were calls for him to be the opposition's prime ministerial face. Stalin today said his state is home to people from across India and that Tamils love brotherhood. This is well known to the northern state brothers here. You can understand the plot if you notice this. Spreading of the rumors was done the day after I spoke about the need for a united national level alliance against the BJP. Few people created fake videos. Spread false news. BJP members from North Indian states did this with bad intentions, he said. Stalin stressed he had spoken to his state's top police officials and Bihar chief minister Nitish Kumar and that the latter's government had expressed full satisfaction after a delegation checked on the safety of Bihari migrant workers. The remarriage of advocate and actor C Shukur and his wife Sheena, the former pro vice chancellor of Mahatma Gandhi University under the Special Marriage Act, 29 years after they got married led to a storm on social media. The duo got married on Wednesday and took their vows again. But the purpose is what has been drawing the criticism. Their remarriage is to ensure their daughter's financial security, which is not permitted in Muslim law. Their three daughters were also present at the remarriage event. C. Shukur came under attack after he announced his decision to marry his wife under the Special Marriage Act to ensure that his property goes to his daughters and not to his brother. The Council for Fatwa and Research of the Arul Huda Islamic University issued a fatwa against Shukur, reports said. The fatwa was issued on Tuesday, a day before his remarriage. Such thoughts are tragic results of the failure to understand the Islamic principles, Allah is the real owner of all wealth and property. They should be utilized the way Allah stipulated, the fatwa said adding that a person can divide the property among the daughters when he or she is alive. True believers will not fall prey to such drama by those who use religion for personal gains. They, true believers, will strongly resist such heinous moves that are meant to insult religious laws and drain believers' morale, the fatwa said. A Karnataka BJP MP, S. Munaswamy from Kolar district, is making headlines for shouting at a female vendor on Women's Day. His statements, asking the woman to wear a bindi on her forehead, is triggering sharp reactions from several quarters. The BJP MP was attending an exhibition and sales fair on the occasion of Women's Day, which he inaugurated on Wednesday. The legislator stopped at a stall where clothes were put up for sale and scolded a woman for not wearing a bindi. Wear a bindi first. Your husband is alive, isn't he? You have no common sense, the Kolar BJP Lok Sabha MP said. A video of the entire incident is making rounds on social media. This elicited sharp reactions from the opposition Congress, who condemned the statements and said such incidents reflect the culture of the BJP. 
Congress MP Katipi Chidambaram also responded to the video, writing, The IPJP for India will turn India into a Hindutva Iran. The Aitalas of the BJP will have their version of the moral police patrolling the streets. The vibes on the first morning of the 4th India vs Australia test match in Ahmedabad were different. They were anything like cricketers from both sides had experienced. The Prime Minister of India, Narendra Modi, and the Prime Minister of Australia, Anthony Albanese were in attendance to celebrate the relationship between the countries that has been built largely on the back of cricketing ties. What that meant was a never-before-seen amalgamation of cricket, politics, diplomacy and grand celebrations. The giant posters of Prime Minister Modi and his Australian counterpart complemented the colossal stands of the Narendra Modi Stadium. The huge crowd that gathered way before the scheduled start of play were there as much to cheer for Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli, Ravindra Jadeja, Arishwin, Steve Smith, and Nathan Lyon as to catch a glimpse of the Prime Ministers. And the leaders did not disappoint. Before the toss, Rohit Sharma received his cap from India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi while Australia's stand-in captain Steve Smith got his cap from his Prime Minister Anthony Albanese. BCCI President Roger Binney felicitated the Australian PM while the Secretary Jisha felicitated Prime Minister Modi. Modi and Albanese also did a lap of honour across the ground to mark the occasion of 75 years of friendship between India and Australia. The US Director of National Intelligence in its annual threat assessment has predicted that India-China ties will remain strained after the 2020 Golwan clash and raised fears about an Indian retaliation against Pakistan in the event of a terror attack on India or a violent unrest in Kashmir orchestrated by Pak-based extremist groups. In the wake of the Russia-Ukraine war, the unclassified report notes India's potential conflicts with China and Pakistan could spill over with repercussions that may require immediate attention of the United States. Noting that the Russia-Ukraine war has emerged as a defining characteristic of the current era, the report said China has the capability to directly attempt to alter the rules-based global order while increasingly pushing to change global norms and potentially threatening its neighbors. Highlighting the expanded military postures by both India and China along the disputed border, the report warned about the elevated risk of armed confrontation between the nuclear powers that might involve direct threats to U.S. persons and interests, and calls for U.S. intervention. Previous standoffs have demonstrated that persistent low-level friction on the line of actual control LAC, has the potential to escalate swiftly, it said. You were listening to the HD Daily News Wrap, a beta production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Please give us feedback on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at HD Smartcast or via email to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. Until next time. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast